Welcome back to episode 30 of the Student Pilot Cast. We're back to coverage of AirVenture 2009 from Oshkosh. Today we'll chat with David Featherston from Nexair Avionics about their new retrofit of the venerable Piper Saratoga. Hello again. Welcome to SPC, Episode 30. I've spoken briefly about the Saratoga NX before, but at Oshkosh I had a chance to see it, as well as speak to several of the representatives there from Nexair Avionics who are rebuilding this airplane. I say rebuilding because it's based on the Piper Saratoga, basically any year Saratoga since it started being made in 1980. But it's made better than new by the guys at Nexair. Well, let me just let them tell you about it. I had a chance to sit down with David Featherston to talk about the airplane. I'm standing here with uh, Dave Featherston in front of the new Piper Saratoga NX, correct? That's correct, absolutely. Um, tell me a little bit about the airplane, and then I'll have some questions for you. Yeah, what we have here is a 1982 Saratoga that we've taken uh, spinner to tail and completely refurbished to better than new standards. It has everything in it from uh, the new Avidyne Release 9, uh, integrated flight displays, to a new custom interior, paint job, all the Presti speed mods, um, even the electrical system's been updated from 12 to 24 volts. It's uh, truly a better-than-new Saratoga. All right, great. So um, I think you're working on an STC for this, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. We've done some modifications like upgrading the electrical system, putting the Avidyne system in, removing the vacuum system so it's an all-electric airplane, and we'll have an STC for it, absolutely. Okay, so tell me a little bit about the performance of the airplane, uh, speed, uh, gallons per hour, etc. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a fixed-gear Saratoga. So uh, in 1982, that, the numbers on that were basically 140 knot true that you could get at 8,000 feet. With the uh, Lepresti mods that we've put on it and the, uh, the modifications of, uh, for speed from Lepresti on the wing fairings, uh, wheel pants, and everything else, we basically are truing out now at 157 knots at 16 gallons an hour at 8,000 feet, which puts it actually a little faster than a retract Saratoga. Very nice. Are you doing this on uh, fixed as well as retractable Saratogas? Yes, we will. This is uh, the Saratoga line. We've brought out the fixed gear first, but we will do it on any Saratoga. And actually, if you have a Saratoga, we'll take yours and give it the ultimate makeover and make it a Saratoga NX. One of the first things you notice when you look inside this airplane is the new avionics. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, well, absolutely. Right now, uh, this has the Avidyne Release 9 uh, suite with a full FMS, uh, dual redundant Adhars. Uh, it is the latest technology that's out there. It's being installed right now as an upgrade to the Cirrus aircraft, and we've the first Piper to, to put it in. It's, uh, it's a magnificent system. And what about uh, autopilot? I don't believe that system has an autopilot of its own, correct? No, that's, uh, that's the autopilot that's in uh, most of the aircraft, uh, the Cirrus and the Piper, is the Aztec System 55X, which is what we put in this. We put a brand-new System 55X autopilot, and uh, towards the end of the year, Avidyne is releasing a digital autopilot interface, which will actually take the place of the 55X and provide digital autopilot functions. Okay, what about the interior of the airplane? Is that new as well? Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's actually totally redone. What we did on this aircraft is 
you know, we, we stepped away almost from uh, aviation and tried to make it more of a car-like interior. The first thing you notice when you get in there is that the seats uh, aren't your standard pillow-top leather seats. They're, they're more like car seats uh, with car seats with um, a lumbar support, so almost like you'd see in a fine racing car. And um, if we could go back to the avionics really quick, um, why was the Avidyne Release 9 chosen? I know you're an avionics shop, and you probably have access to a lot of things. So just go through a little bit why that particular system was chosen among the other contenders out there. Well, there's a, there's a couple of reasons. One is that it's uh, it's big glass. It's 10.5-inch glass. And the in the aftermarket from uh, Garmin or Aspen or some of the other uh, vendors out there, they don't really have as big uh, of a display, and what we were looking for was to make this better than what you could buy from from Piper. And uh, people with the big glass and Cirrus are taking their units out and putting the Release 9 in because of, of how good the system is. So we decided that with Avidyne, just to go right to the top. What is the cost of this airplane? You can fly this airplane away for 395, or if you bring me a Saratoga, we can make it an NX for 250 thousand dollars. Okay, and is that any year Saratoga? That is, and actually, if it's uh, this, and we did an '82 for one reason was it was the if, within the first couple of years of the Saratoga model, and if we could do it to an '82 with a 12 volt electrical system and different body panels on it, uh, cowling and such, we could do it to anyone. If you actually brought in a '98 or a '99, a newer model Saratoga that has a 24 volt electrical system, has the Lepresti mods, and may have a um, a, di- a nice interior and a paint job, then we could basically just upgrade the panel for a lot less. What is uh, the time that it would take to do a typical retrofit of, say, a pre-94 Saratoga? Yeah, we try to tell people that it's about a three- to four-month process, and that's just because the paint shop needs it for a good eight weeks, the interior shop needs it for a month, and then we need to, we need to tear down on the front end and to build it up on the back end. And I believe this includes a zero-time engine, is that correct? That's right, factory, uh, factory-manufactured engine and propeller, so new firewall forward. Okay, with the, um, the retrofit, how much control would a customer have over, say, the paint job, the interior, etc.? Quite a lot. One of the things that, that, that we like to compare it to is building a house. Uh, anybody can build a house, but most people know that if they hire a general contractor that knows how to deal with all the different vendors, they're going to get a house that's built to what they really want. So we're finding that people have an airplane that they, they really like, but they're scared to, to try to do it in pieces by taking it to an avionics shop, taking it to a mechanic for the engine, taking it to the interior. And this provides uh, a, a nice, comfortable way for them to do it. We provide a project lead person on that. will work with the people and pick paint schemes and interior colors. And they're very much involved with the uh, extreme makeover, if you will, of their airplane. Okay, and if, it, if you have a potential customer out there that already has a Saratoga, where would they need to take this to have that done? Uh, they'd need to bring it to our facility just outside of Boston. And the name of the company? Nexair Avionics, yeah. How would you uh, get in line for something like this? Uh, just contact me. Uh, we have a website, nexairavionics.com. You can call us, uh, email us from the website, and, uh, and we'll just open up a dialogue and we'll go from there. 
All right. Well, this seems like a, a really good option for somebody who may be flying a, uh, a four-seater or even an existing Saratoga uh, and needs to move up with a, with a bigger family or anything like that. Uh, are, are you doing any sort of outreach to flying families and that sort of thing? Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll continue to do marketing on this with uh, hopefully some magazine articles. Maybe we'll do some direct mailings. But that's what the Saratoga is known for. It's known for being a hauler, a family truckster, if you will, and just an all-around great airplane. We've got a uh, we've got some airplanes flying in the background here, so hopefully we can still hear the audio. But does the modifications that you make to this airplane affect uh, one the gross weight of the airplane, and two the um, empty weight of the airplane? Um, actually, it actually removes quite a bit of weight that was in there from old avionics and uh, old electrical systems. Uh, we've even replaced the uh, gone to replacing all the switches that are in the aircraft, taking the uh, non-resettable breakers and replacing them with uh, with br- uh, pullable breakers. Even the uh, the beacon light, which has was pretty heavy and had a motor, is replaced with a high life uh, LED beacon. So, so the uh, useful load of the aircraft is still around 1,400 pounds. Does the STC affect the gross weight at all? Uh, no, it does not increase or decrease the gross weight. Is there a uh, deposit to get in line for, for the orders? Yes, there's a $10,000 deposit, fully refundable, to get in into the, uh, the list, yes. Are you revealing uh, how many orders you have today? Um, we're, we've taken a few at the show. Okay. Yeah. And this is the first time that you've unveiled this, is that correct? Absolutely. This is our first time here at Oshkosh with this aircraft. I want to give another big thank you to Dave for taking the time out to talk to us about their new airplane. As I said, I had a chance to see it in person, and it is beautiful. It is exactly the type of plane that a typical family is going to need. It carries a lot of people and stuff, and it does it in style, for a lot less money than comparable brand new airplanes. I was so impressed, in fact, that I can definitely see myself flying this airplane someday. It's the total package for a reasonable price. If you want to see more details and photos of this airplane, visit the website at www.studentpilotcast.com to check it out. I took a few photos that I'm sharing with you there. If you have any questions, you can contact Nexair through their website at nexairavionics.com. That's November Echo X-Ray Alpha India Romeo Avionics, all one word, dot com. I hope you're enjoying the further coverage of Oshkosh while we take a brief respite from my training episodes. I won't do too many more from Oshkosh, but I can say I'm already jonesing for next year, so I gotta try to keep the feeling alive a little bit longer. That said, as usual, you can contact me directly through email using the address bill at studentpilotcast.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash billwill. I'll try to get the next episode out shortly which will be a great video and audio episode about the great flight I had with the nice folks at Remos Aircraft in one of their Remos GX light sport models. Until then, let's get out there and fly.
The music for today's episode is To Be an Angel by the Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the Student Pilot Cast using iTunes, Zune, or any other podcast aggregator at www.studentpilotcast.com. Remember, any instruction that you hear in this podcast was meant for me and me alone in the situation that we were in at the time. Please do not try to apply anything you see or hear in this episode or any other episode to your own flying. If you have questions about any aspect of your flying, please consult a qualified CFI.